Hi, you're listening to Strumpet Radio Hour, the podcast for strumpets, trollops, and tarts worldwide. I'm Susie, and it's only Susie. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for me kind of getting into it more than I should. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, at Strumpet Radio. Also, like, if you maybe wanted to, you could go on Apple Podcasts and um, rate and review us. Please give us five stars. And you could maybe even, like, tell a friend or something about our podcast and tell them how cool and quirky we are. So to get the word out there a little bit, increase our uh, our listens, you know, maybe finally get the HelloFresh sponsorship. I'm so desperate for it. It'd be really cool if we did that. All right, thanks. Hey guys, it's Susie. Um, I'm by myself today, and that may seem concerning to some of you, and understandably so. Um, it is pretty concerning. Um, I'm not going to get into details, but Bean did send me a lot of hate mail recently, and it was incredibly vulgar stuff. Um, she said, you're a dumb idiot for getting diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. What kind of stupid bitch gets that? Um, she said, you don't have a job, you pathetic loser. Get one. Just all kinds of stuff that was just really mean. And I said, you know what? This podcast is is carried on my shoulders. So I can I can just continue carrying it on my shoulders and do this episode solo. So that's what you're getting today. You're getting a Susie, Susie's solo adventure, parentheses, not a porn thing. And uh, yeah. And if it wasn't clear, Bean is actually not here because uh, she was just so swamped with her adult responsibilities. She's, she's out there getting an education, um, performing mediocre stand-up and um working a job where she's a total girl boss so um yeah it just didn't it didn't come it didn't come to fruition tonight we weren't able to record tonight and that's fine honestly i was down in the dumps absolutely no reason at all um but i was like you know i want to keep posting content so i was like you know let's do a freaking solo episode so here we are and i don't have a lot of content for you I'm going to be honest, because I rely so heavily on Bean saying things and then me reacting to those things. Um, and my life is pretty bland lately. Um, like most people's lives, but like mine especially, because I'm kind of a bland person in general. So when I have no like outside forces making me do things, such as a job or a social life, I just sit around. I just sit around for, for days, weeks, months. Um, yeah. So, but, you know, to to help things go along i decided to just look up questions to ask yourself and i'm gonna ask myself these questions and answer them live on air so you can get a better understanding for who i am as a person and maybe you'll even have some good advice for me on how to improve myself um comment below you know so i'm here on positivepsychology.com i just i just looked up on google i said questions to ask yourself this is the first result so you know it's gonna be good right the algorithm would never fail me like that so uh, the listicle, there's a big thing. I don't give a shit about what the blogger has to say, but uh, it says these 10 questions are a great way to jumpstart self-reflection. Actually, you know, what? I should give props to the author of this 87 self-reflection questions. 
Courtney E. Ackerman. Um, MSC. I don't know what that means. Thank you, Courtney. Okay. 10 questions. These 10 questions are a great way to jumpstart self-reflection. Okay. We're good. Number one. Am I using my time wisely? Obviously, no. No, 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 no. I'm not. No, I'm not. And I know this is like a big thing, right? Because everyone feels right now like they're not being as productive as they could be because we have all this time, we're home, all these responsibilities that we used to have are kind of out the door. You know, like, why am I not more productive? And and a lot of advice people have been giving is that like, no, it's okay that you're not being more productive because you're coping, you know, you're coping with this horrific reality that we live in, which I firmly believe. I do think that I... in general, like to just squander my time. Like I like to sit in my bed with my laptop on my lap or even like on my chest. Like I'll be lying down. It'll be on my chest. It's like on my face and I'm just watching some dumb shit and I'm not really gaining anything. I'm not, you know, improving myself or even really like having fun per se. Like I kind of am, but I don't know. It's, it's, that's something I've always struggled with and now more than ever because I don't have a job and you know my social life has been cut down to being exclusively over zoom and I'm horrible at motivating myself to hang out with people over zoom so I don't think I'm using my time wisely at all um am I gonna improve that maybe yeah this is a lot of information I didn't mean to turn this into me openly venting as if like my therapist is sitting across from me, but since she she dropped me because I am no longer in the state that she worked in, this is just going to have to do, and I'm sorry. And you can choose not to listen to this episode, but you should not click away from this episode. Am I taking anything for granted is question number two, and <laughs> everything, literally everything. My life is so good. I'm so well supported. I have tons of people that love me in my life, and I'm always like, my life sucks. I'm a bad person and my life sucks. I'm taking everything for granted. Um, I need to learn how to be more present. Okay, next question. Am I employing a healthy perspective? Well, what do you think? Probably not. Based on everything that I've just said in the last six minutes, probably not, right? Um, number four, am I living true to myself? That's a hard question. That's pretty fucking deep. Um, I imagine this is kind of intended for those people that are like, you know, a creative at heart and then they take this like nine to five job and they're like, this isn't me. And they get sucked into it for 15 years and married to someone they don't love. And, and, and then somebody asks them, are you living true to yourself? And then they have to think about it for a day and they're like, oh my God, I'm not. They get a divorce. They quit their job. They buy a van. They just road trip across the country for like a year and then they meet some other van person and fall in love and have van babies um that's not me um I'm not doing any of those things um so I think I am kind of living true to myself but also not I don't know don't ask me that question in quarantine don't ask anyone that question why am I reading this list this is a bad idea next question um am I waking up in the morning ready to take on the day (laughs) oh my god no no, I never, like, I have not gotten out of bed before 10, even before 11, I'd say, in the last month, probably more. So, no. 
Oh, this is a good one. Am I thinking negative thoughts before I fall asleep? Yes. Yes. It's so, they're so intrusive, you know? Like, I'll just be, I'll be having, I will have had a nice evening. And I go to fall asleep. And for some reason, my brain is like, hey, there's some people that have really hurt you in your life. And then for so, I just like think about it. I think about it. And I'm like, no, stop it. Stop. What are you doing? Um, and, you know, I, I really think that having negative thoughts before I fall asleep gives me fucked up dreams. Because um, recently I had a dream that um, uh, Jake Paul kidnapped me. And was like keeping me as like um like a sex slave along with like several other women in his mansion, and I was like trapped there. I did not like that, and I kept trying to escape. And all these women had um Stockholm syndrome, and I was like, guys, maybe we should try to break out of here. And they were like, no, Jake's cool. Jake Paul is not cool. And I did not like that dream because I was trapped in Jake Paul's mansion. I don't want to be there. So yeah, I'm having I think negative thoughts before I fall asleep unintentionally. So, any advice to stop that would be helpful. Um, am I putting enough effort into my relationships? You know what? I'm going to say yes, probably. Like, I think I'm doing, I'm genuinely doing the best I can on that. And so, this is one question where I'm like, yeah. I mean, I could definitely be reaching out more, but I think everyone else is, like, just as sort of, you know, like, like, uh, what's the word? Reserved, like reclusive we've all kind of you know uh physically distanced ourselves and therefore emotionally distanced ourselves to some extent i think i'm trying my best um if you have a relationship with me and you feel differently let me know i mean taking care of myself physically yes and no i've been eating like a lot of instant ramen lately um but i add frozen vegetables to it every time so I'd say I'm, like, perfectly neutral on that. I go for walks, so. Okay. Am I letting matters that are out of my control stress me out? Yes. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> Obviously. I can't get a job, even though I'm, like, excessively applying for them. Um, I don't really have any control over, like, my living situation. Like, I, I kind of do, but not really. Not in the way that I want to. Um, I can't control the global pandemic, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is a bad question. Um, and number 10, am I achieving the goals that I've set for myself? No, but I put, like, I put most of those on hold once they were, like, everyone stay inside and all my jobs were, like, you don't have a job anymore. I was, like, okay, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to come back next year and, and reassess these goals for yourself, so... Wow, that was rough, guys. Sorry you had to... Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. I just looked at the next question. First one, the first question of the next, like, set of questions is, like, number one, who am I, really? Like, no. I mean, these are good questions. But should I talk about that on a podcast? Probably not. Okay, I'm going to just scroll through. Um, You know, see if I can find something mildly interesting to talk tell tell you guys about okay this one's kind of fun if i could talk to my teenage self the one thing i would say is dot 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 i mean it's so cliche but it's like it's like if you just hang on you're gonna be a lot happier 
And like every adult ever tells you that when you're a teen and it doesn't really help because you're still having to live through the agony of being a teen. But like truly, I think about this a lot, how like despite the fact that my life is crumbling apart in many ways, I'm actually very, very happy. And, um, you know, that's something that I never really I mean, like I was happy as a teen sometimes, but like there'd be times in my life really felt like, okay, I'm like really on track. I'm doing really well, but I'm still unhappy. And, like, I would totally talk to my teens up and be like, hey, you know, like, you're you're going to feel better. It's going to take, like, fucking five or six years, but you are going to feel better eventually. And i give her a little pat on the head. And my 16-year-old self or whatever would be like, what the fuck? And she'd probably, like, scream or something because she's seeing, I don't know. I don't know. She'd probably think I was cool, though. I feel like my 16-year-old self would look at me now and be like, you're all right. Because I'm not really that different. I just changed my hair color and went to college and got better at driving. Hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Number 10. This is interesting. Again, this would be much better if I had someone that could actually respond to these. But like, number 10, what does unconditional love look like for you? I was thinking about this recently because I was like, unconditional love seems like such a paradox to me of like a concept. Um, I understand what it means for sure because it's it's you know it's saying that like people aren't loving you contingent on certain things like oh you know I love you because you provide me housing or I love you because you buy me um, Gucci slides or something like that Um, but it's like I feel like you know all relationships have conditions to some extent, right? Like boundaries and like, you know, if I'm going to be, if I, or if I love somebody, I'm going to expect them to respect me to a certain degree and, and, um, you know, try to try to make me happy as I try to make them happy and all that stuff, making time for me. Um, yeah. So I don't know, but I feel like unconditional love though is just, it's, (laughs) you know, I feel like it's it's a good example of it, though, would be, like, those friends that you've formed really deep, meaningful relationships with who you can kind of go through stuff with. Like, you can go through drastic life changes or you can go through, you know, trouble in your relationship or you can even just kind of, you know, like, grow out of each other and fade away and then come back still and have things be good still and like feel respected so and I don't know you know something like that maybe maybe that's my idea of unconditional love it can be a lot of things comment below what you think unconditional love is oh my god I'm making myself yawn this is not good yeah so these are all pretty deep stuff and I should probably not continue reading these questions yeah so that's cool I was watching I am in the middle of watching the Jeffrey Epstein like docuseries on Netflix. I'm so like late to the party on this. Um, I mean, I knew the basics of Jeffrey Epstein, you know, and the the fucked up way that like the U.S. is like kind of a giant conspiracy. But at the same time, these fucking giant conspiracies that are false have like ruined our our ability to like make rational decisions as a society. God, I hate it. I hate it. I hate everything. But anyways, Jeffrey Epstein, right? Terrible, horrible human being. All, like, I'm going to say it. All 
well, like, you know, uber wealthy people are terrible, horrible human beings. That's not radical. We all know that I think this. You should you should think that, too. But like, I don't know. Every time, every time I like watch anything about rich people, it's like, oh, yeah, they just fuck up society. Like, I mean, they made a fucked up society so they can continue to benefit. All these people were complicit in Jeffrey Epstein's, like, life. Like, and I'm, obviously, like, he had partners in crime and stuff that were the uber wealthy. But even, like, I'm talking about, like, the people that, like, worked at his at his house and on his island. And, and you know, these girls that he got to act as recruiters and stuff. Like, all those people, they were complicit because they desperately needed money. Or, like, you know, they needed to live. And, um you know that's just that's it like if if these people had had like housing and food like they and healthcare, they guaranteed were housing food and healthcare. i do not think this shit would happen right like it just wouldn't people wouldn't be like oh i can make 200 bucks easily by uh getting my friend to become a sex slave like no that wouldn't happen if you just knew like oh if i move out of my parents house i can I can find housing, safe housing on my own, and I can get healthcare and all that stuff. So, and then of course, you know, the wealthy though, they don't want us to have social programs. They don't want to get taxed for that. That'd be crazy. We tax them accordingly. Because, you know, it turns out like no human being needs to be a billionaire. No human being deserves to be a billionaire. That's just the reality of it. No one should have, like, more than one massive estate. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think anyone should even have, like, one awful massive estate that they use as some horrible secret lair. But, like, you know, Jeffrey Epstein had several massive estates that he used as just, like, um, just, like, horrible rape islands and stuff. Anyways, um, you guys all know this, right? If you don't, why are you... I mean, it, I would be shocked. I'd be shocked if a conservative man was listening to this and was like, I think the wealthy deserve to keep all their money because they worked hard for it. I'd be shocked. And and I would just need to have a conversation with that person. Why? How are you listening to me? Do you secretly believe in what I say? Probably. Um, Yeah, so Jeffrey Epstein bad, turns out. Didn't know that before watching the documentary. Um, just kidding. I did. I already said that. That's not funny. Why am I saying that? Okay, um, just looked at my notes app. I recently tried to listen to, um, the Call Her Daddy podcast because, I mean, I haven't really ever had anyone recommend it to me because I don't hang out with the type of people that would listen to that podcast and think it was good. Um, but it's like, it's around, right? And it's another, I mean, it's like a, a very popular female run podcast, right? Female produced podcast and kind of aimed at a female audience. Um, but what inspired me to listen to it was that, uh, I was watching a TikTok video, which is always an embarrassing way to start a sentence, but I was watching this TikTok video where this girl was basically saying like, she's like i feel like the caller daddy podcast is the type of like content that sort of like pretends like it's it's like a feminist uh uh feminist content or whatever but like in actuality it's just promoting the really really toxic traits that that a lot of men exhibit or or a toxic um 
um, perspectives that like a lot of men have towards women and towards sex and that kind of stuff. And I was like, that's really interesting because that that definitely is something like there's kind of the two. I don't know. There's I mean, there's not there's more than two avenues, but like there's a type of feminism uh, that kind of is like the 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 reclaiming of your sexuality and then and then the way to do so is through having a lot of like casual encounters and like um you know casual sex and and kind of just being like well you know what if men can do it I can do it too which is not inherently like bad but the issue is that like hookup culture is catering towards men like it, in general it is I mean it always has been I mean that's why there's a double standard to it you know that's why women are sluts and men are players and that kind of thing so but it, it's so it's like when you when women like play into that sort of um uh b- culture i guess it's it's telling them to adopt the traits of men um of like toxic toxic men when in actuality i think it would just be better to encourage everyone to be like thoughtful and considerate of other people's emotions and just more communicative you know and that doesn't mean you can't have casual sex it actually means you can have more casual sex and better casual sex but you know God forbid we have a discussion before we hook up with that greasy, greasy man we met on Tinder. God forbid. What am I saying? Right. Okay. So this TikToker was kind of just saying, saying something similar to that more eloquently. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. I'll give it a listen. And like immediately, like I wanted to give it a shot to you. Like I was like, okay. And, and it was just like, like it felt like. It was this girl, like, role-playing an insufferable male podcaster, a.k.a. Joe Rogan. Like, it felt like that. Like, it felt like she was like, okay, how do I be, like, the most obnoxious man I've ever heard? She's like, hey, guys, what's up, sluts? You dirty, nasty whore, good-for-nothing whores. Your only purpose in life is to bring men pleasure. Um, That's what it felt like to me. And I did not like that. I specifically do not listen to podcasts hosted by men. Just kidding. I do listen to male hosted podcasts, but not not Joe Rogan, obviously, and not boisterous men. Uh, I don't like boisterous men, male, boisterous male podcasts. I'm going to say it. Call me a, a, not a misogynist, a misand, okay, I'm going to cut this out. Call me a man hater, but boisterous male podcasts kill the vibe for me. They kill my libido. They make me hate everything. So anyways, um, it felt like she was kind of emulating that. And I, uh, yeah, I completely was like, okay, yeah, this is not, this is bizarre. Like, it was bizarre. Like, I understand the idea of it. Again, I'm all about reclaiming your sexuality. I'm all about, we've been talking more openly about sex. I mean, obviously, this, what is our podcast about? But like, yeah, just the way she was talking about it wasn't, isn't that such, it was just kind of like reinforcing shitty ideas about sex and reinforcing not I don't know maybe like not raising your standards for just better sexual partners and stuff I mean it kind of was in some ways but like it was still just like uh, no this is this is child's play this is when we haven't read um the book the ethical slut right we haven't we haven't informed ourselves of what we need for healthy sex better sex 
Um, yeah, so that's my that's my hot take on that, which is just me honestly just reiterating what a TikToker told me. So embarrassing? A little bit, but that's the reality of it. I go on TikTok and it's a delight. Okay. Do I have anything else in my notes app for you guys? Honestly, not really. Kind of a lame notes app. Sorry, guys. Listen, this episode can be short because you guys don't, you don't need to hear all this. You don't need to hear all my thoughts and hot takes. Hopefully, I'll get better at solo episodes. Not that I plan on having tons of them, but also we know how flaky Bean is. We know that she probably will, you know, just kind of forget about me eventually. Um, so, you know, like I better get used to it maybe in some ways, but yeah. So, you know, thanks for listening to this. This was a really intimate exploration of my psyche and of my perspectives on, you know, my self-worth and Jeffrey Epstein, that kind of stuff. Um, so I hope you enjoyed it. I hope this, I hope it's okay. I hope you continue to listen because, you know, I, I needed to get something out. I needed to have some consistency and this is what you get. This is what you get. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day.